0: Hey guys, Sam here. Before we get started with the bonus episode for July, I wanted to let you know that this week, the new normal episode is going to be replaced by the bonus episode, and we will get back to the new normal series as of next week. So if you're looking for that episode, just wait till next Thursday, we'll come out hot and fresh for you. And then this week, we have our July bonus episode today, and then tomorrow we have a very special bonus episode all about podcasting because the podcasting course is coming out very, very soon. So make sure you tune in to listen to that one because there's some hidden gems in there for you. Okay, let's get to the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the One Broke Actress podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and I am here with my guest booking producer, Helena Santos. Hi, Helena. Hi, Sam. Happy and these July. are happy July. In fact, these are our bonus episodes. We come to you guys once a month to chat through what's going on in our lives, answer a couple of questions and uh, just generally hang out with you guys and check in. So today is literally July 1st. I think this is the first time we've done one of these episodes on the first day of the month. Mm-hmm. And I feel wild. (laughs) (laughs) Helena, how do you feel? (laughs) Um,
1: good. Fine. I'd love to hear
0: about your wildness though. Uh, I, I just feel a little all over the place and there's like lots of good things going on. No, like big booking or anything like that. Just like life is lovely, but I also, I vacillate heavily and maybe you're like this too. I love finding a routine and then the second I get steady in that routine, I love to blow the whole thing up. <laughs> I'm, Amazing. I'm somewhere between the, oh my god, I can't believe I've been doing the same routine now for a couple of months and I want to light it on fire. Mm-hmm. And I try to be very grateful of everything I have and the fact that I can work out at home every day and I can implement, you know, all of these things in my life because I make my own schedule now and all this stuff. But I'm also at a place where, like, I kind of want to, like, escape into the woods for four days and just not talk to a human Sure, <laughs> or, like, well, something going... wild. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. You've been going pretty hard for a while, even though, you know, you talked about taking a bit of a break and stuff. Yeah. So it's not surprising
0: that that's how you're feeling right now, for sure. But, like, in a good way, right? Like, I don't want to – I don't hate anyone right now, which is usually yeah. when I know I'm in a bad place. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Um, but I just feel, I feel excited about all of the stuff that's been done, right? Like last month, uh, I had an awesome booking and started creating something with my friend, Ashley, our podcast course and mm-hmm. uh, really cool things happening. And the actor workshop was every single weekend and then went out of town for a couple of days to work on wedding stuff. And it does feel a little bit nonstop. Oh, and we started the working actor workshop. I'm um, mm-hmm. sorry, not the working actor workshop, but new normal. We started the new normal, uh, mm-hmm. series. So it just feels awesome. And also I don't feel like I'm stopping to admire any of the roses here. Yeah, for sure. Do it's, you get it's, like it's, this sometimes?
1: I do hundred percent. And I used to more so. Um, but I got to a place, especially when I was living in LA where I, experienced immense burnout to the point where I found myself in the hospital at one point with just absolute fatigue and puking and nobody knew it was wrong with me, but I knew it was stress-related and burnout-related and because there's there's nothing else that was an indicator of what was going on. Um, so kind of ever since then, that was back in maybe 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. I, every time I can feel my body getting to a sw- certain point where I'm either starting to get a migraine or... It, everything's just I, I feel frenetic. Um, I had to really stop and take a look at how the things that I'm doing are not helping me in my physical body and therefore not helping me in my brain and not helping me as an overall spiritual being. Um, and it's interesting I listened to Deb's podcast episode, her interview today about yeah. that yeah, so good. Love that so much yeah, so great. Um, so it's it's difficult, especially in the industry that we're in to feel like you're allowed to actually take the time to take care of yourself. And I think there hasn't been enough discussion about the fact that we as actors who use our body as an instrument need to take the time to take care of ourselves or else we can't do the job as opposed to just hustle, hustle, go, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. So over the years, I've been doing the best I can to really acknowledge when I've hit my limit and allow myself to step it back,
0: but it's hard. It's how do you know when you've hit that place? Because I, I always think that I could do more than I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I think that anybody who knows me peripherally, anybody who knows me through just Anybody who knows me peripherally, anybody who knows me just through like Instagram or the podcast probably assumes that I just do stuff all the time and it's just great. But I re- I do have days where I sit around and think like, I'm not accomplishing anything today. And that almost makes me feel like worse than the days that I do do things. So how yeah, do you I know like when it's time? So. Really? Oh okay.
1: Gosh. Oh my gosh, I used to feel guilty. Like we would have a date day a week where we'd do something like go down to Malibu or whatever but I would feel like I had to be working while I'm sitting on the beach with my husband trying to take a day off. Like I felt like I could never
0: stop. Or and did I'm- you f- did you feel like you had to do extra work to earn that time? That's how I feel. I feel like if I'm going to take a day, like next Thursday is my birthday, for example, July 8th. And I feel as though I'm going to do some things those d- that day I'm going to try not to do any work. And I feel like I have to earn it like I have to work double overtime on the days before so that I can feel like, oh, I finally get to relax. Hmm. Like how- I used
1: to, I used to, but I don't know, something really pivot. I don't know if it's just like age and time and being on yeah. the planet or realizing what isn't, isn't important to me or the things that have actually ended up, you know, you like sow the seeds or whatever, the things that have actually turned into things Versus the things that didn't, that I put so much time and energy into thinking that that's going to be the thing that propels me. I know it's a lot of that busy actor work that mm-hmm. everybody does that doesn't actually amount to anything, but we feel like it is. Um, and also, I think actually going through the process and and fulfilling some of the things that I sort of wanted to do in my life as an artist, like producing a couple of features and things like that, that I kind of wanted to check off my bucket list. And the other side of that going okay well what do i want to do now what is actually important to me at this point in my career and my life as a whole because i feel like if there's anything we've all learned from this past year i I would like to think that it's about how much our time and how we spend that time is really valuable because it can be Mm -hmm. taken away in a second so you know what what is the most um useful thing for me to do with my time on this day that will fulfill me as a person first as opposed to an expectation of what i think my career should look like or what i think someone else thinks my career should look like or what someone's career on instagram looks like but it's hard for people like us with type a personalities who are go-getters and overachievers Mm. to sit back but i also feel like because i've gotten older since, you know, like I moved to LA in 20, sorry, 2007, it's now 2021. I'm just a different person with different priorities in my life. And, you know, you asked how I knew when I was burning out, I, I just physically feel it. I can just, I used to be able to power through it. And I thought that it was, a, you know, it was this badge of honor where I could just achieve stuff and like, go, go, go. And then I'd hit the wall physically. And now as soon as I start to feel a little too overtired, Um, I start to like get a migraine. That's like a telltale time for thing for me. I have to step back and go, you cannot push your body. You cannot physically do this. Mm -hmm. And that's been crappy, but also a real gift. So now I, I, I'm just really um, specific about where I want to put my time and energy.
0: I am curious how you do that when, here's one thing I struggle with, right? So when I do try and, I'm better at this than I used to be about giving myself breaks and giving myself time. And I schedule out my calendar now, for example, this Saturday, a couple of friends asked to do something. And I said, I've scheduled time to do nothing with no one. (laughs) It's literally written on my calendar. Like nothing with no one is blocked out on Saturday. Um, and for no one. Right. So I can't do any other work. I can't do anything for anyone else. I just have to be sit by a pool, sit with my dog, whatever it is. And I struggle doing that on like a random Tuesday, for example, mm-hmm. because everyone around me is living a normal person life. Like Caleb yeah. goes to work. Granted, he works really weird hours and is back and forth all day, but it, it's hard for me to say today is a day off when the rest of the world functions on a nine to five Monday through Friday schedule.
1: Yeah, what's that weird FOMO of like other people doing things? I mean, I've had the same feeling being up here in BC and watching everybody go back to the normal whatever meetings Mm -hmm. and, and going to bars and stuff and seeing everybody in LA, all my friends doing things. And I feel like, oh gosh, like I'm behind somehow in everything. Yeah. which is just a fabricated lie. It's not true. It's me just
0: making things up, but I, I completely understand that and can relate to it. Right. It's um, like the, sometimes on Saturdays when I'm having such a, in such a chill mood, I think the work I've chosen to do, I can have this same vibe on a Tuesday. Sure. I just haven't mastered it yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: it's tough. I don't know if anyone out there has good- Resources or
0: advice. Yeah, I'd love some. Welcome. Mm -hmm. We brought this up because we were talking earlier about the next season of the podcast, which no one at home is probably paying attention because they just (laughs) don't like, they don't keep up. But I know when the last podcast season ended and I know when the next one should start, technically. And even though I know I've created like this mid season thing that I wanted to do no matter what, in my brain, there should be the next podcast coming now. Like I should be working on it now. Then we can start getting out in October. Then it can wrap before December. And then I can take a holiday break and then I can work on season after that. Like it's, and but I, am interesting
1: because you are know. the one making the schedule. Nobody else, no one cares. has a gun to your head to do it.
0: No, and yeah. they know that they can get all the things they, that, that we do these monthly podcasts. So they still get something that Instagram and sometimes now TikTok and stuff is just like so much content all the time. All the time. You're doing so much stuff all the
1: time. Yeah. And I am just a really big fan of people taking extended breaks. I am because I feel like on the other side of an extended break, the content and the things that you're going to do could be stronger Mm -hmm. and more filled with just great information and life and perspective than powering through something because you know, it's, you're literally burning the candle at both ends and maybe not giving the best of yourself. And when you have that time to reflect, it's really valuable. Yeah. So if you feel, I think like you need to take a longer break, especially, I mean, you're getting married.
0: I know, it's, I know, I know. It's not like
1: you're just, you're not, I don't want to say just taking it off, take it off because there's value in that. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. you also have other things happening.
0: Yeah, so like I think throwing I, the most expensive party of my life. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like the community that you created here would be very happy for you and very understanding and supportive of you taking yeah. a break for yourself and for your own life and for your mental health. I think that's completely okay.
0: It's also fueling me this, this desire to not do another podcast season right now is that I know... Based on the way the past year has looked, the schedule of actor things is kind of back to normal a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. I looked at my grid the other day and I'm going to post about this on Instagram later today, I think, but I looked at my, I just keep like a track record of like what I auditioned for when, and if you zoom out and look at the colors, I auditioned for a lot of series and TV in the beginning of the year and a lot of indie movies lately. And like, I just have a feeling that episodic season is actually Mm -hmm. going to exist
1: it I feel like September,
0: sure. October, November, it might be a little crazy audition wise. And I think that I would have a lot more to offer if I was a really good actor first and a person who really openly talks about their acting career second.
1: Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Cause that's your number one priority, right? Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think that also then you lead by example too. You show people, you know, how to prioritize and how to take care of yourself in the process and also do all the other things that you want to do.
0: Right. I think it's great. I mean, there, there's even something in there where like, maybe it's a weekly 10 minute podcast where I just talk about what the fuck is going on in my brain for a season. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's ample opportunity and not that like, that is something I need to do, but that maybe that is what a few should be. Like, maybe that's what, maybe it can transition. And I'm the biggest fan of telling people to like roll with their podcast. Like this is a big thing. Uh, the the podcast course I have coming out uh, right after this podcast comes out, actually um, is all about telling people to like make stuff and play with it and do it differently every time if you need to. And uh, it's funny that I want to make rules for myself and tell other people not to follow. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, There's something in that. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Well, to the burnout thing, right? Like you, I know you, you went through a period of like feeling like you were taking breaks and stuff when you initially moved to Canada, like there was a different vibe, mm-hmm. you brought your like energy down to a certain place. What has that done for you and your work? Not to make this like the interview day, but I'm just so curious. And I, I feel know. like a lot of people who have, especially our, our U S listeners who have just gone back to like, all of a sudden we're thrown back in a normal life without assessing like anything we've learned out of this, like. Yeah. What did you learn when you kind of changed your energy and your move? It's funny because when I first
1: moved up here, I had all these grand ideas about bringing my LA energy and hustle and drive into the Vancouver market. And I was going to do this and that and I can you picture
0: know,
1: it. Oh my gosh. And like Ms. Missing the Biz was still um, do, producing content all mm-hmm. the time. You know, it's like, and it's seventh year, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to get a whole bunch of people here involved." And the market is so different here, and the way mm-hmm. people go about doing things is so different here. But I found that my strategies that worked in LA did not work here.
0: Oh, I would love all. more information on that.
1: Oh, but yeah, that's a that put a pin in that one because that could okay. be a, a whole thing. Um, it just it just didn't translate. It felt like going to a completely different world, <laughs> and I had to go. Oh, okay, I really need to look at the things that I did for networking and creating community and relationships and auditions and casting director um, relationships in that way, like all these different things just didn't line up in the same way, which was at first really frustrating because in LA, I feel like because there's such an expectation of go make your career happen, do it, do it, do it, do it, drive it yourself. You can do it. Not that you don't have to do that here because you still do but there's a lot less pressure for that to be at the front and for you to feel like you're in competition with other people to do that even producing content you know there's there's less actors here who create their own content than there are in a market like Los Angeles yeah so i it, it was like a slow process where i started to peel back the things that oh that busy actor thing doesn't actually work in that market. And maybe it didn't even actually work in LA, but because I was hustling all the time, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was working, you know, like this sort of like weird validation of just the fact that you're doing something. Um, so that in and of itself made me slow things down and life here is just slower. And I think because I'm not, you know, I have a handful of actor friends here, but more than anything all of my actor friends are still in Los Angeles so I keep up with people on social or you know talking on the phone or whatever uh, but up here my life is more full of being around what what is life like outside of being an actor what is my life hmm. and it was always before it's kind of like acting as my life how do I fit everything else around it and now it's I just this is my life acting is a Big, big part of it. And I am an artist first and foremost. But what is the rest of my life?
0: Mm, I Um, almost think you need that initial building of a foundation of like, I'm going to make my life fit for acting to mm. get to the point where you could say, uh, my life, like acting will fit in my life.
1: Yeah. And I think it's made me less precious about each audition, too, because, you know, it's, it, it was one thing where everyone always says, okay, well, here's your thing with acting and go have something else on the side. Do you have something else to care about? Go make your stuff, go, you know, create your content or whatever that is. Well, yes, that is true. It also just sort of like puts pressure in another area that makes you feel like you should be doing, doing, doing. So now you have like this thing, you're go, go, go. And then this side, you're go, go, go. And there's still no room for yourself and Mm -hmm. taking the time to fill your well so that you can become a great, like even now telling my friend, I, you know, I have this screenplay I wanted to be working on. I have a bunch of short stories that I want to work on to sort, of, to sort of come off of my poetry book that came out. And I kept trying to make myself want to work on things. And I had to stop and go, oh no, no, this is again what Christina Ochoa was saying in that interview with you a million years ago. Like this, mm-hmm. is, I, this is a full on break right now. This is my time that, you know, we talked about in the first one of these that we did where I was in a sprint and now this is recovery and this is rest time and I need to fill my well. So what does that look like for me? It's okay to read books and just sit there and read books three days in a row because my input of that creative stuff into my well is probably gonna do more for me than me sitting down trying and grinding through something because I feel an expectation from some fake Helena sitting on my shoulder telling me to do something and achieve something. Yeah. So I feel like all of this, because I was able to come up here, get out of the LA grind mentality um, has only helped me as a creative and as a person on the whole, but it's, it's really hard when, and I have to acknowledge how hard it is in LA when you're surrounded by that energy all the time, because Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a very real,
0: real push. And it's very easy to
1: feel like you're falling behind. It's
0: something about the sun And everyone's outside working out every day. It really contributes. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, there are days I'm like, I just wish it would rain so I could feel okay with not getting off my couch. I swear it contributes so much. And I live so close to Runyon. I just watch people hike all day long and I'm yeah. well, really tired,
1: <laughs> you know, and there was this quote that Will Smith said, I don't even know, like a decade ago or something. And it, everybody was sharing it and it was this whole, and it was kind of, it's kind of like the Gary V hustle, which I don't, I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, but Will Smith said about how I'm going to totally butcher this, but how he, you know, He's not the most talented or whatever, but he's going to something to something along the lines of um, if he's on a treadmill, like at the same time as somebody else, he's, he's going to stay on the treadmill longer. and He's going to work harder than that person. And that's how he gets to his success. And I just, I understand where he's coming from, mm-hmm. but I just don't know that that's necessarily a healthy way for everyone to go about their life or their career.
0: Yeah. I I understand the stamina aspect he means in that. Like, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to keep showing up every day when other people stop showing up. Like, I get that. But some days you can show up at the gym and just go walk on the treadmill. You don't have to go, like, do a marathon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe a part of me does want to just show up on the treadmill, aka, like, Put out the content that matters to me, and just also like stop running the marathon for just a minute, just yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, I applaud and it. Do you? Okay, okay, hundred percent. I like having this conversation out loud too because this is the parts of 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 one broke actress that I think get missed. People ask all the time, "Why are you so positive?" And mm. I am super positive. Most of the time I'm, I wake up happy most days and I am grateful for that all the time, but I also constantly feel tired because it's a lot of energy to be up for other people and to bring up other people. And when actors take the time to message me and ask me questions, I always take the time to write back. And sometimes I miss a message or two, but I give people my energy all the time and it makes me so happy, but I also need to get energy
1: <laughs> yeah 100 i i completely relate that was you know when i decided for miz the biz i mean people who don't know what miz in the biz
0: is yeah um, talk about that for a little bit because our some people they who've recent listeners might not might not be aware which by the way was yeah. a huge, remember how i told you it was like a huge contributing factor in me yeah. like starting one broke actress
1: i love it Um, Well, it's a, you know, whatever, an online blogging website, Mm -hmm. magazine situation um, that existed uh, creating content from 2013 to 2020. And basically I said it was um, for those people in the entertainment industry who are looking for a positive community um, that provided, you know, resources and shared wisdom and foster success. And we had not only in-person events, but daily blog posts and we started off with 80 writers. We ended up with over 300 writers and there, I mean, there's over 2200 articles there that are very evergreen that people can go and read at any time. And at the end of that seven years, I mean, I did take a bit of a hiatus in there as well, which is when we we connected, Mm -hmm. but I felt the same way as you were. I just felt like, oh my gosh, I need some time for myself. It's been seven years of Constantly putting out things that help a community, and I'm super proud of. And you know, it it lifted up the writers, it lifted mm-hmm. up, you know, other people in the entertainment industry who needed resources and a sense of place and community. But mm-hmm. I was to the point where I was like, I can't put do this output anymore. This is this is a lot. This is a lot mm-hmm. to handle and to be the head of. So that's when I decided to take a pause. You know. Um, So I, I definitely understand where you're coming from and yes, like it's all positive and it's all wonderful and these are all great things, but again, it's, it's taking care of yourself too.
0: Yeah. Did you, when you took that hiatus, right. Mm -hmm. To, to take care of some things and do you, did you feel good for most of it? Did you start to feel behind? like, how did you handle that? Um, no, at that point I felt like I should
1: be doing more, I should have, I shouldn't have done the hiatus, which is why we came back from hiatus for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we did, it was a short hiatus, but it was a few months, I think, when we, I was moving back up here, and it was just too much, and I was like, I need to take a pause for a second before I, you know, continue being the editor-in-chief of this thing, Mm -hmm. Um, and so then it started back up again, but I realized that, you know, it, it also sort of run its course in what was needed at the time too i think that helped that there were so many other groups for women and female identifying people in the industry that started to pop up a lot of different platforms a lot of different things and so i i felt like it wasn't something that was missing anymore that there could be other groups and businesses and organizations and sites that could fill the kind of void that would be left if we didn't have daily new content Hmm. so that i think gave me permission um, just because it was the zeitgeist was at the time to take a step back and be okay with it. But mm. it was definitely, it was hard. It's a hard process when you put something that you created and have so many people involved in making the choice to put yourself first in your own mental health and what you need to do in your own life ahead of everything else.
0: I'm proud of you for doing that.
1: No, thank you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. It's so
0: hard, especially because, you know, for us like overachievers, it's very hard to, put a pause on achieving. And I want to make sure everyone who's listening to this knows that like one broke actress isn't going anywhere. I'm just very yeah. curious of how other overachievers give themselves a break.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is the thing. Uh, also not to say that Ms. Fizz couldn't come back at some future mm-hmm. time. So for uh, yes, other overachievers like us, it's like, if you need to put a pause on something, it doesn't mean that it's gone forever. No, you
0: know? no, not um, j- just cause I, if I delay the next season of the podcast, doesn't mean that anything's going to disappear. It just means exactly I might not start recording the podcast till October, which means they might not go out until like, I don't know, December, January, in which mm-hmm. case they'll be great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's kind of wild how your brain works sometimes. I'm like, do I want to, yeah, I want to, do I want to, yeah, I want to.
1: <laughs> yeah. But also what's cool is that you can now live in the mental space of like letting it fill in with all the other things that you put to the side because you've been barreling straight forward for so long that
0: once yeah, you like sort of, I have to find shoes to wear to my goddamn wedding. That's in two <laughs> months. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just order some kids from Etsy. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I love it. I'm sure that we'll do a whole podcast at some point on wedding stuff. Um, speaking of that, uh, I feel like I've been talking about myself a lot. Are you doing okay? Oh
1: yeah, I'm good. I okay. mean, I, oh, I got my second vaccine. So <gasps> what? there's that. Oh, and I'm a hybrid. So let's get excited. I got AstraZeneca first and then I got Pfizer second.
0: Shit. So, yeah. Oh my God. I remember us talking about this and it's, it, it, so it's all good. You got them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm officially
1: fully vaxxed as of, oh, 4th of July. Oh there my you go. God. Congratulations.
0: That's so exciting. Are you so relieved? I,
1: I am. Although it's really weird because today that we're recording this July 1st is the day that British Columbia is basically opened up the way LA did. And I'm sitting here going, oh no, 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 because now everybody down there is saying, please wear masks inside again. It would be a good idea. And here they're just like, take your masks off, <laughs> Do whatever. And I'm like, this is not going to bode well. I've been watching all this time, everything that happens in LA eventually happens here. Yeah. So uh, I have a little bit of anxiety about that. Not going to lie. Yeah. This but other whole, than that, you know, <laughs> I'm very you know? glad
0: you're fully vaccinated. Um, the whole Delta variant thing is like. It's like everything's LA was like, let's go. And then they were like, actually, we changed our minds, but we're not going to make it official. Just like you do you maybe with a mask on. I'm like, I don't know who to believe. I feel very flummoxed. I don't know what to do. And then they're like, oh, but if you have a vaccine, you're safe. I'm like,
1: Really? Right. Yeah, I I
0: also, know. once again, I'd like to harken back. I'm a Johnson and Johnson girl.
1: I'm nervous. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, cause now they're saying that like, you might need a booster or something else. I mean, all of this is such a
0: who knows what I know. Nobody pay attention to us. We're not scientists. We're just actors. But I could play one on TV <laughs> and so could you. In fact, I'm sure you have. And also, I would like another shot. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Don't know, I know what up. I, I would I like, like a different one. I asked Caleb, I was like, can I just go get another one? He was like, No, it's not allowed.
1: <laughs> Yet you never know. Yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen a couple months from now? But also it's interesting seeing you down there start to have in-person auditions.
0: Yes. So I had my first call for one here. and oh, I wasn't an the in town. Person? Yeah. I was. Oh yeah. That's
1: right. That's right. It was a commercial audition, right?
0: Yes. I left town like a, and the day after I, wonder, I got an in-person call.
1: Yeah. That's
0: well, typical.
1: Yeah. Um, and I wonder, I wonder just, I guess we'll see a month from now and we record again. What's well, although huh, July is kind of a weird audition drought up here for us. We, we just sort of, it's the end of when all the MOWs have been shooting and like just prior to episodic season. So mm-hmm. kind of the month of July is a little bit of a, well, geez, June, July is a little bit of a slow pocket. Yeah. Um, so who knows if we'll see what happens with in-person versus not in-person auditions. But I don't know. I love yeah. self-taping. I don't, I don't really, I'm not sad about no in-person auditions, honestly. Yeah. I was,
0: I felt like, I will say that this in-person call, I was bummed I couldn't go because it felt very safe, right? So anyone who's listening, who hasn't seen these yet, uh, it was a commercial audition. And I, I'm i sure there'll be a, a few of them over the next couple of months. But the, the way they did it was you showed up in your car and then you checked in online, which by the way, what do we do without smartphones? I literally don't know. Um, you show up in your car, you check in online. And then you wait and then you're called and told to come into the building. So they stem the flow of people coming in and out. There's no waiting, it's, you know, 200 South La Brea is also like a very large waiting area. Uh, and so they had it like all timed out, which is kind of nice. Cause I'm like, oh, you can only put one quarter in the meter and get your audition done. What a dream. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And not get
0: towed. Yeah. Or I can go into PetSmart shop around and then go into my audition, which is by mm-hmm. the way, hot tip. That's what I always do. I go to PetSmart buy stuff and then go around into 200 South La Brea. At least I used to. Um, so it felt very safe and very like what they were doing was maximizing their effort. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to going to one of those. So I can talk about it when I do, uh, finally get, to go in person, but how funny Mm -hmm. is that? And of course they wouldn't allow self taping for that one, but I do think I know who booked it and I love her. So I'm really excited. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I know. I love (laughs) it. Of course you
1: go out of town and then you get the audition in person
0: always, Uh, of course. And they're not seeing self tapes for it. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do? Um, okay. So this is our, so from July to August, if it's going to be probably quiet auditioning, summertime, you're fully, you're going to be fully vaxxed. I think that we should really, I'm just going to suggest this between now and August. I think we should really play. And I've talked about having like a season of play with Amy McNabb quite a bit, but I think that you and I should just see instead of, you know, let's come back and talk about our achievements and this and that. Uh I think for the next month, let's see how much fun we can have okay in any fun in In any capacity capacity.
1: okay I like that okay because I it'll make me think of ways to have fun that have nothing to do with my usual ways of fun yeah so I like that yeah also it'll be weird to try to have fun in a way that's also navigating like having social anxiety about being in public with people (laughs) without masks (laughs) I'm gonna challenge you (laughs)
0: Because that's freaking me out. <laughs> it's yeah. We are gonna have. It's also gonna start getting super hot here, Fourth of July. I mean, fireworks, drought. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be wild, and I just need to focus on fun. And so, I would invite all our listeners to let's see, let's fun. focus on fun for a month, and just see how we feel the next time we talk. And I also, before we leave, want to talk about our book club because oh, yeah. we talked about missing the biz today, and. I think this is really exciting because we're going to do something a little bit different for book club and we are going to have duh, 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 drum roll <laughs> our featured producer Helena Santos's book for the next book club. So Tell well, us about is your the, book.
1: Yeah. So this is the Miz and the Biz book. Um, yes. Not my poetry book, but it's the Miz and the Biz book, which um, I published back in 2014, actually. Mm-hmm. It sounds old, but it is very relevant. It is, you know, all industry related. It's basically 25 articles from 21 writers from the first year of the site. And myself and Alexandra Boylan, um, who's been on the podcast, we compiled a bunch of pieces that we felt really worked within the theme of um, just pursuing your passion in a really vibrant and tenacious way with an entrepreneurial spirit. And it has everything from mindset to like set etiquette to creating industry relationships it really goes through the whole gamut of stuff. But what's cool about it is that, because it's from all these different writers and they're just articles. So it's super easy to digest and consume because you don't have to read a whole bunch of stuff sitting at once. You can just read one article per morning. It's almost like a Mm -hmm. book of essays. Um, So yeah, and it's, it's really cool because some wonderful, fancy people like Mina Savari, you know, she said that like the wisdom in the book is invaluable and Madeline Brewer from Orange is the New Black, even like huge props saying it was a godsend and stuff. This is when it came out. So it's just like, it's really exciting um, to introduce it to a whole bunch of people who've never heard about it, which is yeah. great. And it's, it's so perfect for the community of One Broke Actress. So I'm, I'm really excited for people to read it. There's only a couple of things that, um, you know, with, Me Too and Black Lives Matter and all this sort of like social change, there are only a couple of things that I think aren't necessarily as applicable, but everything else in there is 100% doesn't matter if it was written in, you know, the early 1900s, it's still, it still totally holds up. Um, And in some ways, I feel like I was rereading it the other day, and there are some pieces that I think are even stronger now because of how the world has changed than they were back then, which I think is really cool and fascinating. And it kind of just shows you how books in general can be so evergreen. And when you come back to things later, depending on where you are in your life and where society is, they can have different meaning. So Mm. yeah, I'm excited to share it with the whole community.
0: Awesome. And I love knowing already I can have the author for a talk back. It's really convenient. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Alexander
1: and I are happy. To, well, I mean, we're the the co- the head collaborator
0: put yeah, together. That's people, what like. I meant. <laughs> yeah. He can invite other mean, people too.
1: Oh, it'd be so fun. And I, I know there'd be a huge bunch of people because a lot of the contributors, like, you know, America Young is a director. She's worked on so many CW shows, most recently, Kung Fu. And she has an article in there that's fascinating about women literally um a good tactic is to lower the um tone of your voice to because she's talking about being a director on set and not being able to be heard by the people around her when she's giving direction and stuff and she learned to quite literally go from talking up here because of the you know the um frequency of her voice to bringing it down lower and suddenly crew would like respond better to her. So there's really cool articles like that where it's these interesting situational things that you would never even think of. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really, it's really fun to know like where these people are now in their careers versus where they were back when they originally wrote the pieces. Um, so I'm sure a whole bunch of them would be more than delighted to come on and be a part of the Zoom hang for the
0: book club. Awesome. Great. Okay. That's what we're going to do then. And we will, guys, we are going to push this book club out. So we have lots of time for people to read the book club over long periods of time. Uh, we are going to do this in the end of September. We'll announce a date closer to. So make sure you are on the email list and you're following on Instagram. And we also are going to do a giveaway of a book. Yeah. So on August, well, two
1: books, technically, two books. I mean, two books.
0: We're going to give both of Helena's books. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. So she's so written driving- two. Subtle plug. She's written two, but like, I know you've collaborated the miss in the biz book. You also wrote a long dark summer, which we talked about last time. So in charge of two books.
1: So we'll, we're going to do a giveaway for thriving in Hollywood, which is going to be the book club pick. Mm -hmm. And then also my poetry book, a long dark summer that actually has a lot of entertainment industry themed stuff in there. So they're actually a uh, interesting pairing. Um, they go quite well together, but we're going to do that giveaway. And what are we going to do for it, Sam?
0: Uh, so on August 1st, I am going to announce the winner on Instagram and you need to be following Helena, which is Helena. M. M, letter M Santos. Santos. Yeah, and it's Instagram. in the show notes on Instagram and you need to be following me on Instagram and you will, uh, Wait, you I'll, are one broke actress, one broke actress. Okay. Yeah, I barely use to say Valentine. Um, so right. follow the two of us. And then you're also going to review the podcast because that's going to be the easiest way to keep everyone track. If you have already sent me a screenshot of your rate and review that you did for our last giveaway, I am keeping that on file. You're already entered. If you want to win both books and you have not yet, rate and review the podcast, screenshot it because it will take a minute to post. And make sure you're following myself on One Broke Actress and Helena, and you're going to email it to me and I will enter you to win both books. And I'll announce it on August 1st.
1: Wicked. Yay. uh, The talk in September, you said, right?
0: Yeah, end of September, I think would be lovely. I guess us lots
1: of time to have fun, right?
0: Yeah. Cause we have to have so much fun <laughs> and take
1: your thriving Hollywood book to the beach and just
0: read one and have fun yes. doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's it. That's what we're doing. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. This is this, I needed this talk today, by the way, I, I am, mm-hmm. I'm glad we had this discussion out loud for people to hear.
1: Yeah, that's good. We should tell people too, that we had started talking and then we decided just to start recording. Yeah.
0: I was so, like, I want to hear guess- people know I'm Struggling a little.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody out there, you're getting the real moments. This is, this is the real set. So. This is it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thank I, you. I'm going to go have some fun. Yes, you are. <laughs> you too. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you <laughs> later. Guys, we'll talk to you next week or sometime soon. Go have fun. Go, go. Go have fun. Go. Have fun. <laughs> fun, fun. <laughs>